All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the final episode. Can you believe it? For season two. And the final stateside episode. This is true. The next time we'll be an international podcast. Yes. Whatever that is. An international <laughs> podcast of mystery. That's what that'll be our new tagline. Yes. That's the new name of the podcast. Yeah. I mean, our tag like was like two Midwestern gals. Yeah. I mean, I, I still am. You're always a Yeah, but I'm not, my experience is now going to be dating in Ireland. The Midwest of Europe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, essentially, really, truly, though, like, what there's so think? many parallels that are, yeah, I don't, so I've already kind of dated a little bit over in Ireland, yeah. as you do, but so I have a couple of fr- guy as friends over you there. Do. <laughs> I don't know that everyone goes to Ireland and downloads Tinder. Uh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> have you seen Irish men? Like, have you heard them talk? Anyway, um, I actually, I have a couple guy friends that I still communicate with. And I know that I've had a couple conversations with them about like how I'm not actually the most passive aggressive person. Like I'm actually, mm-hmm. I feel like Pretty more upfront. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say. <laughs> a good aggressive. Yes. But I have actually, I always joke, one of our colleagues asked me one time, are you sure you're not from the East Coast? <laughs> I don't know that I would go with that. I know. <laughs> I think there's some like firm firm midwestern values the yeah good, the good yes <laughs> i think i think it's my sagittarius yeah. energy yeah. that like makes yeah. me more blunt yes just yes um but i was like talking about how my guy friends were like well you know we're irish we're the kings and queens of passive aggression i'm like yeah i trust yeah. you <laughs> oh i, I also know what that's like oh, because yeah. i'm from the midwest yeah. where you all settled it's hard to say it's colonized but, but they did i don't yeah. know yeah. yeah complicated right yeah <laughs> but yes. anyway Many similarities. I mean, do you, there's like three counties of Michigan that are named after Irish counties. Uh, Antrim, Claire, Claire. Where the other Emmett? one? Emmett is Emmett an Irish county? Maybe there's an Emmett. I think there's just three, but I can't remember. I would honestly, I would have put it at more than three. It's funny. Oh, it's well, Alm is the Scotland, you know, the Scottish capital of Michigan. But oh yeah, that's, that's true. Not Scotland and Ireland, not the same country. I mean. Honestly. We do have the Michigan. We do have the Michigan Irish Music Festival here. Yeah, and in fact, they're looking for volunteers right now. Yep, Irish Music Festival. Are you going to sign up? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Twenty-six counties. Claire, we already said Mm -hmm. Antrim. Emmett is my guess. Antrim is definitely one. Antrim is not on here. Twenty-six counties. Well, no, Antrim's a Northern Ireland county. So sorry, that's not. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I guess that's still. Yeah. Okay. Wexford, there we go. Oh, Wexford. But then Ross Common. Also, yeah. Ross, wait, okay. Now we need to go back through the list. Okay. Yeah. Claire. Yeah. Ross Common. Mm-hmm. Ross Common is a beautiful county. It's landlocked in Michigan, which you wouldn't think would, but it's, I mean, it has two very beautiful lakes, Houghton yeah. and Higgins. And it, like, the trees in Ross, oh, I really, I think people sleep on Ross Common. It's Did a you know? beautiful Michigan county. I wonder if it does it have this one here? Yeah, Antrim is in the north. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. So four, technically four altogether. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, there you go. I would say that that's a pretty good sign that I'm basically moving to the Michigan yeah, of Michigan. Europe. <laughs> so the Michigan of Europe. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, we'll have to maybe rethink our podcast. Our friendship. Yeah, our friendship. <laughs> wow, Rachel. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, just think of it. We'll have, I'll have even more stories to share. And yeah. I'll be left to my own devices over here. Who knows? Maybe the you've been saying the this since will for so long. I know that you will start the, on the dating Probably apps. I can't. Don't know. get my hopes up. I know. You can't do this to me. 
Okay, so for tonight's episode, we thought we would keep it chill because we were both burnt at, well, I don't, burnout's not the right. I, I would say I'm burnt out. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I think like, our, I don't want to lessen, like burnout is serious. Like yeah. we need to like really, but I am, we're, there's a lot happening. Yeah. It's fuzzy. Yeah. I would say I'm pretty damn close to burnt out. Like if I wasn't leaving in two months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to do an AMA kind of style where we got some funny questions Mm -hmm. um, that we got from Instagram, mostly from one person, (laughs) but that's, you know, (laughs) yeah. Shout out to, you know who you are, but they're funny and they're great. And so we're just going to have a chill, fun conversation. Hopefully you guys don't hate it. So. The first question we got was, do you have a traumatic period story? <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, nothing bad ended up, I mean, I guess I'm always in middle school. I think like, how much were people like understanding what was going on or like, did I hide it? But I have a memory of being in white pants and fully bleeding through the entire crotch of them. Yeah. And something like, and just tying my jacking around my waist as we all do keeping my legs shut and just making it to the end of the day because like what are you gonna do um but I when we first got these questions I said to you that I think a crazy part about periods is that I think for a lot of people with uteruses some of the heaviest bleeding you do is in like your first three years of having a period you're a child you are like 11 12 just bleeding like absolutely believe your body's like enjoy this forever (laughs) uh welcome to womanhood yeah and i just think like yeah i have a memory of going to the beach in those early like within the first two years of getting a period and walking out of the water on pavement to like get to a restroom which like lol these days i like would just be in the lake but (laughs) what do you what can you do um walking on pavement and feeling something drop onto the pavement and honestly thinking I do not know if that's water or blood dripping out of my body because like a very yeah. good chance it's blood dripping yeah. out of me. So that's being like to TMI, but like you <laughs> did a you well, yeah. But you only use tampons, right? Yeah. Even like yeah. right from the get-go. Right the yeah. So mine, I can't really think of like a specific memory other than like you said, yeah. just navigating, just having bleeding. a fucking period and bleeding everywhere. Like I remember yeah. waking up waking up because I use pads mm-hmm. like pretty much still even exclusively yeah um but I like grew up using pads and so getting the overnight ones and still just bleeding mm-hmm. the fuck through mm-hmm. them at night and waking up to blood ever and yeah. I'm like no, no matter what I did there's didn't, just no, like, just couldn't stop like I don't know how for people without uteruses like how you really convey just the you just immediately become familiar with your body in a way yep. that yep. yeah but also like what is crazy is like at the end of the day how much we bleed is actually not that no, it's not, much. No. It's just because no. blood gets everywhere and it's, yeah, it's just a lot. But I do remember because I only use pads, one experience I remember is going to Michigan's Adventure mm. when I was a teenager and on my period. And I don't, I'm trying to remember if I tried, I think that might've been the first time I tried to use a tampon yeah. and I couldn't get, I couldn't figure it out. Like, I just didn't know what to do. You needed the care so, of you by the pleasant belt. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then I think I just ended up wearing a pad in my bathing suit and then like, it just obviously yeah. absorbed, like yeah. just, that's probably the worst that I can remember because yeah, yeah. it just sucks. Ooh, a reminder that that's still happening in public pools. So yep. <laughs> you, there's a reason why they smell so smart. 
chlorine because you want to get in there to kill whatever else is going in. I will say I had a recent traumatic period related uh, experience that has made, and I told you about this, has made me think that I do finally have to make the switch to the Diva Cup away from tampons. And that was that I was out to dinner with my parents and my uncle over the holiday, I think, like the Christmas holidays. And we were out to dinner at a very busy country restaurant in Southern Indiana. And I, it was taking forever for a server to loop around to us. And I was feeling generally restless and a bad millennial because we should have endless patience for service yeah. staff. But I was there does come a point though where it's like where it's like I really need a drink. Yeah. Um, so I was reaching around to my purse and unbeknownst to me, I had knocked it over and I didn't think anything of it until a man at the table next to me tapped me on the shoulder and said, Ma'am, I think you dropped this, and then physically handed me back a tampon. And because I don't, I don't use tampons with uh applicators, so it was just like the tight. I mean, it was wrapped in plastic, but I just thought, wow here you are an adult man handing me an adult woman a single tampon <laughs> good for him thank you yeah what an ally <laughs> what an ally you know Not actually moment. you brought up diva Not cup and i that does make me think of so i know that there's a big movement to like move away from tampons and yeah. have because they are not environmentally friendly almost everyone i know is using a diva cup. so i did use a diva cup yeah. for like a good year and I personally started having kind of a weird like discharge reaction to it. And I don't like, I was absolutely cleaning it. So I just kind of stopped using it because I was like, this is not feeling right yeah. anymore. Um, but then like the silicone? I don't know. Like I, it was just, it was kind of weird. I wasn't yeah. enjoying it anymore. Um, and to like, they were okay. It still was messy. Like it was mm-hmm. just messy. Mm-hmm. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, as much as I love my body and like can appreciate it, it's still like, this is a lot of mm-hmm, fucking work. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to have to stick my fingers up into myself. Like all, like, this is just a lot. So then a couple years later, I decided to try it again. So I bought a new diva cup mm-hmm. and I, this is a traumatic, like this, I thought I was gonna have to go to the ER. Yeah, yeah. This was like height of the pandemic, I think, or maybe right. Like, I feel like I now I can't remember, but I was in my bathroom back and forth for a good couple hours trying to get mm-hmm. that fucking thing out of me yeah i eventually i think i was like took a shower relaxed because i knew that that's <laughs> yeah. part of the problem yeah you panicked i had to, like i did i was like i had to use lube to get it out yeah. like i had to really lube myself up and pull it out of me and i was like i'm done i can't and this is too much for me i i don't <laughs> want to have to put this and i know that like eventually you know you use it it works blah, mm-hmm. all this bullshit i was like no, I yeah. can't. I can't do this anymore. So I've been back on the pads train, mm-hmm. but I like I just got an IUD recently. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that I yeah. don't have a pad a t- <laughs> period anymore because that would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still on on tampons, a tampon girl. Yeah. Um, I think the only diva cups I've tried haven't. They've not been real diva cups. They've really been more like rings with bags. Yeah. Like, I mean, I that's what you're supposed to try in the first place yeah. to like see how you I like, it. like absolutely could not get that thing set in there the right way. Right. I essentially like had it inserted as though it was a tampon, and shocker, it worked for me <laughs> because that's not the point of that. Right. I think I need to just buy like I can spare forty dollars. I just need to like buy a diva cup, try it out. But one of the things that held me off on diva cups was in the very early days of it. So like uh, the first time I heard about this isn't early, certainly Diva Cups have been around longer than this, but the first time I heard about it was like, right. 
at the end of college, like towards the end of college. Yeah. Okay, and so, yeah. back then, um, a group of us were talking about it and a good friend sent to me a story about diva cups, like some Reddit horror story where the, the woman was talking about, she did have to go to the hospital to have yep. the diva cup removed. And in that phrase, in that story was a phrase that has lived with me ever since. And that was that removing that diva cup from her, from her, required the furthest digital penetration of her body that she'd ever experienced. And I just mm-hmm. like, whether it is my fist up there or someone else's, I yeah. just don't know that I can risk it. Yeah. Like I, the, yeah. if they can really get stuck Yeah, and you do panic and like, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, nope. I just, I don't like, I don't have an idea of what could be better of how to, cause like, honestly, well, the things underwear yeah the underwear free now yeah they're under like a lawsuit because they there's like it. cancerous yeah. materials in that <laughs> wonderful like, like we there's can't no win you're we just panties. Yeah. we can't fucking win mm-hmm. like diva cup i do think is because in my experience like i had very little leakage mm-hmm. like the fact that you only had to do it once or twice like, yeah. like a day mm-hmm. i did like it but again it just that one trying to do it again was just enough to put me off. I'm like, I don't want to have to do this. Like, and I know, I don't know. I definitely try it out. I always recommend it to people mm-hmm. because I do think that it's a yeah. viable option for sure. Or get an IUD and maybe hopefully not have to get one at all. Yeah. That's really what we want. <laughs> Women that's, don't want periods. Yeah. Women don't want periods. It's but like that said, I do. I will say that sometimes I feel like part of the bigger system when I get my period, yeah. I do have a feeling of like, look at my body. Yeah. Saying, here's an egg for you. Yeah. Like it <laughs> and is- you don't want it to tear the whole thing down. Yeah. Like sometimes Gosh, I am one of those like really hippie feminists where yeah. it's like, look at me yeah. being, and I don't want to be just like, look at me being a woman, but yeah. like, look at the it experience like, that like, this is the, yeah. my, this is my body, what yeah. my body has to do in mm-hmm. order to have life. But I'm like, I don't know if I want to have a child. <laughs> yeah. It also sucks. So much. All right. So our next question. Yeah. That was Speaking of kind of stigmas. What social stigma does society need to get over? Hmm. That's interesting. Well, I'm currently rocking extremely hairy legs. And I don't know that like anyone I want it. This might be like something I need to get over. Like I equally forget about it. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, they're like, I'm standing in line at Meyer right yeah. now. And yeah. anyone can be looking at these legs, having thoughts, but nothing like I've, I've never, I don't know, had like a bad experience with it. So again, I don't, maybe that's an internalized one that I need to, Yeah, but, but like by, I'm still going, like I'm walking them outside these legs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe body hair. I think I would still say in general, though I think I acknowledge that we've gotten a lot better on it. Yeah, I think we have a lot. I feel like my mustache is like dark right now. Yeah, I mean I noticed your legs, but I guess yeah. I'm not sure. But again, I don't like I don't shave my legs hardly yeah. ever because I don't care. But I also, you also have very light leg. Yeah, so yeah. I can kind of get away with it. Like I I don't think I'll ever not shave my armpits though. Like yeah. as much as I don't give a shit about my other parts of my body, my armpits I will always yeah. shave. I get itchy. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had that. <laughs> so you spent you, you brought a body because I was immediately like, well, where, where should I go with this? And you brought a body and something that I've kind of dealt with because it's been so fucking hot lately out here in Michigan. Um, trying to go brawless or thinking mm. about going brawless in public, I that's something that I really struggle with, yeah. like an internalized stigma. Yeah. As a bigger chested mm-hmm. lady, like I sometimes see mm-hmm. smaller chested women obviously going sh- like brawless, and I'm like. You like they yeah. can almost get away with it. Yeah. It's very obvious when I yeah. don't wear a bra. And like I also have very sensitive nipples. So even like a slight cold change, like oh. you can just tell from the nipples. And so, but then again, like then the nipples, like 
who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. We look at men's yeah. nipples all the time, yeah. but it's just like this internalized thing that I have all the time that I'm like, I need to wear a bra when I leave this house. I know it's tough. You know, I've been thinking about it. So I finally finished Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. And there's a part in that book where I think the drummer says, it like is making a joke about how back in those days, women didn't wear bras with their shirts and how like that's a trend he wishes would come back. But like in the show, Daisy Jones and the Six, like it, it, it's small chested mm-hmm. women. Like there's mm-hmm. not... It's hard. And I, this is something I cannot speak to, but like the impression I get is that sometimes a bra with a bigger chest can also be a comfort. Like it can be uncomfortable to have them. Yeah. Loosey goosey. Um, no, I would agree with that. Like I, I don't think I could go completely braless all the time. So I also like have like, I have a cyst in my, one of my breasts. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes like if I'm hormonal, like I'm on my period, like it still hurts. And I know that actually having the extra support helps it. So like, I, again, I'm not somebody that I don't think I could ever go yeah. fully braless all the time because I just sometimes, think it would be, yeah. Like if I'm, yeah. Like if I'm like, even sometimes when I wear just a sweatshirt, I yeah. feel weird going yeah. out in the public because like part of me is yeah. like, you can't really tell, but in my head, I'm like, well, but if yeah. someone can yeah. like, yeah. or even like those bras. So I have a real, I have a bra from Fenty that I really like and it's, it's an unlined bra. And so sometimes I, you yeah. can see my nips yeah like it just yeah. it happens and but I feel very uncomfortable like I I feel like I can't wear this at work mm-hmm. I can't wear this on children like yeah because the nip, like you know what I mean like it's been something lately that I'm like crap like I love this bra it's actually really comfortable but it's online maybe I mean maybe just the more you wear it like out in public you'll get a better feel. yeah but like how if you do feel that you're nipping out and yeah be uncomfortable at work yeah it's just or like wearing it at day at work days like if you are worried about the kid element, just that you're not face to face with any. Right. I think it's but, so, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those like internalized mm-hmm. stigmas that we mm-hmm. like, I really want to get over. And like, for the most part, like I do definitely go out without a bra on, like there are some tops that I have, yeah. but I'm able to like still make yeah. it work. Yeah. But it's just, I know. if anything, it's more of like a slut shaming thing too. Mm-hmm. Like an internalized slut shaming. Or shame. like the wrong attention. Yeah. That, like someone will catch it and be like, Right. I see you. Sorry. Right. I made a pointing gesture for the <laughs> listeners. That's not useful for this medium. But it's like, why do we yeah. care so much about our bodies? Right. Like, there's well, a level of like, that is like the negative attention that right. like you've experienced being catcalled or having people make inappropriate comments about your body. But, but it's, it's usually when I'm fucking ugly. <laughs> it's not like I, I don't feel like when I'm wearing a really low cut top, I don't get hit on that much from men. Yeah. Like, because I've had some of my guy friends and like, guys I've dated kind of like make those comments. I'm like, oh, I bet you get hit on a lot. And I'm like, no. And like, I don't care either. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't bother me at all. But like, no, like guys, I feel like don't go out and hit on with like, I don't know. Right. The twists and turns of their mind. Right. Truly though. Yeah. So this, yeah. Social stigma. Let's not care so much about people's bodies. I feel like that's uh, yeah. our overall theme yes. of ours. <laughs> I know that that'll be groundbreaking. To I know. Fans of the Ooh, this is a good one. What's something you really resent paying for? Hmm. Oh, well, okay. There's so many that's popping yeah. in my head right now. Like I talk about periods, pe- anything period related. I, the cost of medicine in America is yeah. tough. And again, we'll acknowledge that, well, now I guess I do technically pay a monthly fee for care, but we work for an employer that has like a pretty major benefit on that front. But still, that doesn't change the fact that like, if we did need a major treatment, we would pay thousands of dollars out yep. of pocket faster. Like that is that that is my answer without a doubt without question that is the thing i'm most frustrated about that we can't figure out socialized medicine in this country when everyone else has yep i will be paying 
like Sorry. 150 euro, roughly, like maybe less than 200 euro from what I understand for my mm-hmm. health insurance next year. It does. An even trade to me though, is that again, my good friends at Lockheed Martin have a very good government contract. And the fact that my tax always go to them does make it, it makes me sleep easier without my socialized healthcare. Right. As long as the military contractors are getting theirs. That's yep. what I really care about. So thank yep. you, America. I would say I agree with you. And then just to add another like education. Yeah. Like we were just talking about this, um, the cost of education in this country. Yeah. It's Not even much. just higher ed, but also public ed. Like yeah. the fact that we don't have enough money going into our public education and then turn around that we have to pay a shit mm-hmm. ton of money mm-hmm. to get a higher yeah, education. Yeah, public degree. education is underfunded and then post-secondary is extremely expensive. It's yeah. like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. I will say though, if I had to say healthcare education, it is more frustrating. Like healthcare is my number one. But I think, well, like, overall too, I think healthcare debt in this country yeah. is just even, like yeah. education, like our post, like yeah. student loan debt is enormous in this country, but healthcare debt will always yeah. be higher. So, yeah. I, but I think they're probably the two yeah, biggest, highest. like, yeah. right. So just yeah. to say, yeah, absolutely. Uh, hello, welcome to join us, Fergus. On the podcast, Fergus. Fergus is mad that uh, we have to pay for education and healthcare as well. Yeah. He's a very, he's a sportive ally. Mm-hmm. Okay. A fun question. Do you think that aliens exist? Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. Without a question. Yes. And ghosts. Ghosts for me. <laughs> don't start this. You're a Pisces. You have to believe in ghosts. I don't know. I guess like, I de- like, I definitely believe in like higher powers, beat like the universe, all that hippie bullshit. But like ghosts, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I can't, I guess I can't say I, I am a, non-believer but i'm not like sounding like you're a non no i wouldn't say i'm a non-believer but i wouldn't say that i'm a firm believer i am a firm believer in ghosts fair enough and aliens aliens absolutely like hate green had like a really good i don't know if it was a tiktok or a youtube video Uh, he had something a long time ago that was like math like statistically speaking there's no chance there's like they have to yes i will say and it might have been him or someone else just talked about the fact that like the chance that life has existed on another planet is like almost certain. Right. But the chance that life on another planet would evolve, that we would overlap with someone or that mm-hmm. like, so mm-hmm. if you think about the the age of earth is like billions and billions of years right. and we've existed for mm, 10,000 yeah. that like aliens on another planet managed to evolve to the point that they could contact this planet during this tiny window yeah. that's had life like that's, that's the improbable part yeah but the fact that they're out there yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely yeah so affirm yes from the pod on that yep we are an aliens positive podcast mm. where do you get your news um the new york times i get their daily newsletter and the free press i get their daily the detroit free press i get their daily newsletter um and npr but I like I won't stand on ceremony. I certainly learn things through Instagram as well. But yeah, I try to read the New York Times the daily. I am not that good at reading like newspapers and stuff. But I like obviously look at my news mm-hmm. like every day, yeah. kind of I scroll through and you stuff. Often send articles from the news app. Yeah, to the point that I had to re-download it to my phone because yeah. it was becoming inconvenient. Well, to not have it. <laughs> I feel, so I follow Washington Post, NPR, and the Times on Instagram. I actually subscribe to. Yeah, because um, I got annoyed at the um, paywall, and I subscribed to their sports service, the Athletic, which I find to have a very I like the um, 
Red Wings reporter on that, Max Boltan. Yeah. Shout out to you, Max. I'm sure you found the podcast. <laughs> and you're welcome here. Yeah. <laughs> I also, yeah, I, but I also like get stuff from just like yeah. Instagram thought. Like, it's, I will I say, typically, like, if I see it on Instagram, I'll confirm it. Like, right. Have from right. Yeah. Like, just yesterday when I saw a freaking article about the Sackler family being mm-hmm. given immunity from civil lawsuits. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And so then I had to, like, I just saw a screenshot that a friend posted. So then I had to go look it up and really read about it. Cause I was like, you gotta be joking. Nope, we're not. Not joking. This is the bad You place. can murder millions <laughs> of people. And because you have billions of dollars, you get away with it. But we will take your name. Damn it. That <laughs> sucks. Okay. What are some red flags to watch for, watch out for in daily life? Hmm. I'm not sure. Like, I mean, I would say a lot of these do, I, like, for me, it replicates, like, in dating, red flags to watch out for. Yeah, like, I guess I'm wondering if the question is about dating and dating. Like, well, just, like, I just think, like, interpersonal stuff, like, what's a red flag in a person? Like, if you oh, are, like, okay. like if even a friendship. Yeah, so, like, there's a new person starting at our office. Mm-hmm. Yep. What'll be, I'll tell you that some green flags for them are that in a, a sort of a group perusal of social media that's happened because that's the era that we live in. We're not yep. creeps. This yep. is the natural thing that we all do yep. that they use some very uh, positive filters on Facebook that make yep. us think like, Oh, they are probably, they probably share similar values. With yes. Us. So I would say a red flag to me would be if they had basically used the opposite of the filter that they used. Like uh, the blue, blue flags flag. matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. For sure. Um, I think I would like just hmm, meeting people in life. I think like, yeah, kind of related to relationships. Like if they're just rude off the bat, yeah. if they're pushy. I'm like bad again to like weird to service people. Yeah. Weird about anything like com- comments about unhoused folks. I feel like that can sometimes mm-hmm. like pop up randomly if you're not expecting it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Pretty basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Weird on social media though, I would say like. Yeah. A weird interpretation of feet, like trends. I don't know. Yeah. Like if I saw someone, sometimes when I see people with black squares on Instagram from whatever, whenever we did that. Oh yeah. Ago, I do think like, mm, are you doing the work? Yeah. What have you done since then? Yeah. What have you done since then? Yeah. Not that like that alone isn't not a deal breaker, but what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now? Yeah. Who do you follow? Yeah. Do you follow any black people at all? And who are they? What was the last book you Candace read? Candace Owens. But she doesn't count. Yeah. Okay, so what are your most important rules when going on a date? Mm-hmm. I feel like we've got surely a set of important rules. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. I I don't even know. I don't, that's an interesting question. Like, yeah. A rule. I don't know. I don't know if I think about it in rules. Yeah, I don't right? know. If I, like, have an open mind. I don't know. Be honest. Yeah, I wonder like, if, like, if this person's asking, like, are there not like oh like do maybe like do you bring a person back on the first date like if there's anything oh, like that maybe but i wouldn't i don't know like hooking up with i don't think like i think most important right rule. i can't i don't really know if i have any rules yeah other than obviously if he's giving me a bad vibe like calling me if it's like don't me, I'm gonna maybe don't ignore <laughs> like yeah. the most important rule would be like don't ignore your instincts yeah don't if ignore it's giving you if you have, if you're getting a weird vibe, like, oh, I get for paint. Like, I don't care about payment. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, so I'm not somebody that goes on dates to have the guy pay for me. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, I am fine with splitting. Yeah. I'm fine with if I, so I, my general rule of thumb that like doesn't always happen, but like, if I ask the date, yeah. I try to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Or try to split it. Mm-hmm. And like, 
yeah, I don't really care about that. Um, I guess also like thinking like I try to do it in a public place. Mm. Yeah, that feels like a good rule actually. Like save consider depending on the situation because I will say I had a man over recently that the first time I met him was mm. him coming into my home like officially. I mean, you've done like hikes as yeah first dates. Mm-hmm. It feels like of the start of a podcast, yes. a different podcast. Well, one of them I at least had my dog with me. I think that's so. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like public place. But again, no shame if you just have somebody meet you at your house for sex yeah. because whatever. Um, really nice. I don't like honestly. I would as much as I don't like to be up in the morning. I love a breakfast date, and I really do feel like I want more breakfast dates in my future because. Yeah, I feel like I like breakfast a lot. Yeah, and a lot of black pudding. I don't know if they eat that. They do. It's no, thank you. Mm-mm. Nope. It's nope. I'll just ask for more bacon or sausage or something yeah. instead. Okay. If someone narrated your life, who would you want to be the narrator? Ooh, this thing. I like Hannah Waddingham's voice. Hmm. Interesting. I should, yeah. I feel like everyone I'm picking is, well, I don't want to say, uh, I was going to say too old, but I, that I think is, that is, I think some internalized uh, sexism probably not, but like, what, I don't know, or ageism maybe. Cause I was thinking like Tina Fey mm-hmm. or Amy Poehler. Yeah. Their voices. I just think like for my hijinks, mm-hmm. Tina Fey would be a good voice for that. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't like heard Tina's voice time yeah I'm by the same token like Maya Rudolph I love Maya Rudolph's voice but I don't know if it'd be weird like I'm a white woman she is a woman of color I don't know if like there's yeah. um maybe like I couldn't request a black woman to narrate my life might be weird <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yeah but I talk that through <laughs> we have a listener who will love that one you also know who you are <laughs> um yeah I feel like Amy Poehler would be cool but I, I don't maybe just because I'm on a Ted Lasso kit Pick, but like I really like Hannah Waddingham and I feel like it'd be nice to have a British narrator yeah Roy Kent <laughs> that's I want Brett Goldstein in Roy Kent character to narrate yes. my voice that might be my fun <laughs> or Jamie Tart that might be even funnier yeah <laughs> actually yeah <laughs> that's my final answer I like that the character of Jamie Tart perfect what is something you consider highly overrated Ooh. um thinking IPAs in general. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I've never had one, but damn, what a good beer. Yep. No, uh, when I was in Atlanta this weekend, my friend's boyfriend had me try a couple, like just really one or two of them. But I, and he was like, see, this is like really, I was like, yeah, it doesn't have as much hops. It still yeah. has Not hops, good. Yeah. like an overwhelming flavor of yeah. hops. It doesn't, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I just, no. Mm-hmm. The IPA invented by colonizers for colonizers <laughs> not worth the calories not worth the calories <laughs> that'd be another good narrator i want proof <laughs> to, to narrate my life it'd mm. be that phrase over and over <laughs> but it'd be me eating things all the time there you go and she found it was not worth the calories <laughs> Paul hollywood would also be and really or noel and yeah noel anyone from noel would be very funny mm-hmm no, would be a very. That's such a good question. Mm-hmm. I might, yeah, I might reuse that in work work settings. There you go. I like that. Overrated IPAs. Um, I guess I'm thinking about like what are things that I just really don't care about, and other I'm, people seem to care a lot about. I am not a fan. This is deep mid Midwest, not just Midwestern Michigander brainwashing. 
I am not crazy about salt water. And people are like really obsessed with it, you know, like salt water. Oh, so I was like, I thought you were talking about everything. (laughs) The ocean. The ocean. I like, I get it. I appreciate its beauty and majesty as the majority part of this planet. But like the lake over Lake Michigan over any other body of water every single time, like not a question for me ever. I just have a strong belief that like people who, first of all, trash on Michigan have never been to a proper Lake Michigan beach. They don't understand what a great lake is. No, no. They don't. And like, again, it doesn't have to be your cup of tea all the time because we, we know Michigan sucks in the winter. <laughs> it really does. Oh, hello. Look at the Blue Jay. Hello. Sorry, distraction. Um, But like, you will never find beaches like, our, mm-hmm. like, no. and you don't have to worry about getting fucking salt in your mouth yeah. when you or go into the water. Fish. Or shark. Or a shark, yes. The salt is just gross. You can't open your eyes. Yeah. Like, it's dirty. Yep. I mean, salt, the salt water actually is clean, but like the water is cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Nope. Come to Michigan. Check out the, our beaches here. Well, I would say, this is what I would say. Swimming in the ocean. Overrated. That's fair. The ocean itself is not overrated. Yeah. Wow. I'm struggling. I feel like I would normally have, what is overrated? I feel like Driving I, a car? Ugh. Yeah. I, twice. Well, this, um. I think like the autonomy of cars can be overrated because it's yeah. such a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive. It's so exhausting. Yeah. Like I was just telling my friend this weekend, stuff. I'm so ready yeah. to not have to worry about a car. Like I think if there's going to be part times when I miss mm-hmm. one having one, absolutely. But I really am very excited that I'll be able to get around either yeah. by my feet or by a bus. I got to get taxed. Like I don't have to worry about car payment yeah. and car maintenance, insurance, car maintenance, tires, oil changes. I cannot wait. Ugh. I feel like I would have. Yeah. That's what I, I'm know, I feel now. like I've got other stuff, but those are good. Yeah. So actually we only have one more question. Mm. Have you ever fought over guys with your friends? I really haven't. I mean, we fight about like goofy stuff, but yeah. not, I don't think, I mean, I think a tenet of my friendship is, is that like, I wouldn't, I don't know. I can't picture a situation where like that would happen, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe it's like a teenager, but I also think when I think about my like really close friends, like maybe back in high school, we had spats and shit like that, but like, I also didn't really date. So like, it doesn't really matter. Like none of like, I just, any of the spats that I had were all like pretty inconsequential. Like they never, none of like the only big one that I can kind of think of is in college the guy that I fucked around with at the end, like, was, so we befriended him, me and one of my college friends befriended him because they lived next door to each other. Mm-hmm. We lived next door to him. And I broke up with my boyfriend, kind of started messing around with him a few months later. And my one friend, as that happened throughout the years that we kept kind of fucking mm-hmm. around, my one friend didn't like that. And I never really got an answer why, like I kind of, I never, I only heard about it from other people that like later on, like actually after we graduated, found out that she like, didn't really like me much anymore. And part of it is because I was touring around with this guy. And like, I kind of assumed that it was because she was jealous because they couldn't be friends anymore because of our like, because of, I don't, I never really got answers for that. But like later on, I heard that she was really pissed off that like him and I were fooling around this entire time. Then she's a lesbian. So it wasn't because she was je- like jealous yeah. in that regard. Yeah. So I like, that's really the only 
Yeah, it's interesting. I immediately went maybe to like a juvenile place of thinking like, have you ever fought over a boy with your friends? But I like, now that you brought that up, I certainly there are people in my life who have been with male partners that I have not enjoyed. And Mm -hmm. I can think of some that maybe they're not active in the same ways now, but yeah, like that has come up certainly more than once. Yeah. 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 And I also think we're going like me and my friends have such different tastes. Mm-hmm. Like you and I, like, I feel like maybe we have the closest taste yeah. of that I have like right now with my friend group. But like, I, I know I've joked with my friends, like Kat and everything about Kat and Kelly that I met when I studied abroad, um, that we all had just such different types yeah. of men that we liked that like, no, we weren't going to fight over yeah, it because like, it would never be right. and I feel like you and I maybe have the most similar, but even then still it, like, different also, enough that like, yeah. I don't think that would ever it also like we're also 31 years old yeah there like would never be a situation where like i i that i think we would let a boy a boy a man hopefully not a boy that would be a bigger problem (laughs) um let a man like um Mm -hmm. ruin anything so yeah but i think you bring up another way of looking at it right too of like trying to think about friends that i've had that i didn't like their significant other and like or if they didn't like I mean, yeah, I had to deal with that with again the guy was something mm-hmm. when I was in college. Obviously, you guys met Anne a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like we her and I fought about like her shitty situation, yeah. my yeah. situation, like yeah. what we were doing That's to like thing. yeah. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have had a couple other friends who have dated people that I didn't like. But even then, like I can't really like I've never I don't think I've ever gotten to a point with a friend where I was like, I can't hang yeah. out with you. If like me or him. Right. Like, like none of that. I because yeah. ultimately, like unless this person is abusive, I always go back and say, as much as I wouldn't like that kind of behavior, or I wouldn't, I don't like that kind of personality. Like, yeah, it's their decision. Like if they're happy with it, your own relationship. Exactly. Exactly. As long as they are treating my friend well, Mm -hmm. with respect, showing up for them, whoever it is. I think if you're, well, I should say, I I can't think of a couple friends that have partners that are like, they're not my favorites. Right. Yeah. But again, Mm-hmm. that's just how it bit. goes that's yeah. personalities man you can't like everybody nope it's never ended a friendship no not that a I man can't. or boy has never ended a friendship for me Mm-mm. not that i i mean again maybe i'm not remembering something but mm-hmm. i can't remember it so yeah i can't see it happen like i'm just not that type of person mm-hmm. i don't think mm-hmm. like no offense if you are but like i just i'm not yeah. unless it got really really bad mm-hmm. so, that's the end of our list yeah all right okay well Anything else you want to share? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am seeing Taylor Allison Swift in <laughs> 10 short days time. It might even be nine. I'm bad at, yeah, it's eight actually. It's next uh, yes. a week and a day from the time we are recording this. T- Ticketmaster did not do the right thing. They did. I've actually, I'll go on a rant about this for the end of it. Because I... They called these tickets production hold tickets. We were releasing a a limited number of production hold tickets. And it was a fucking frenzy in there. Like you would be in there looking at what's available, trying to type in the access code. And like, it wouldn't work because people were buying them so quickly. So again, fuck you, Ticketmaster. Luckily, actually, Amber has been on. Jimmy, the subject of one of our (laughs) our podcasts, uh, was able to secure tickets. Uh, Kudos again to him and a massive thank you. I truly, like, I can't, I don't know how, I kind of don't know how he got them. Because again, I watched them, like, evaporate in a few short minutes time. And it, 
I don't know that I'll, well, no, I know that I'll never forgive Ticketmaster, but I don't think I'll just ever understand this monster that we've created. Like yeah. the, what a conglomerate it is, the absolute chokehold and power they hold over this, even after whatever those congressional hearings actually did, like right. created some very funny sound bites and that's about it. A good summary of American politics in general, um, good, good engagement, but no actual movement on right. anything. So, but nevertheless, <laughs> you are going we to persisted see her. and I will be seeing her and I will be crying because I've already been crying about it. Um, what it really gets me uh, is the thought I've actually been thinking about this often as we went to a lot of concerts last summer and just always thinking about where I'll be seeing people next the feeling of being in a crowd for like the city that you love. And that's what the artist says, like, how are you doing tonight? Whatever. For me, it's Detroit. Like that's such a good feeling. Yeah. And I've just been thinking about how I really was coming to terms with the fact that I would see Taylor in Toronto. <laughs> and now to know that like, when I see videos of her in Detroit, like it will have been me. Yeah. is a really good feeling. Absolutely. So don't no, give up. No, thank you to Ticketmaster right. at all. Right. Don't give up, but don't, believe in the power of the big corporation they're doing the right thing they are never doing you a favor ever because what this has caused is like everyone else has been able to have their tailor plans forever they've been able to buy the ticket seven months ago already feel like like the cost has been eaten up and absorbed by their budget not the same if you got tickets as part of the stupid production hold right yeah but anyway you know who you can trust is ed sharon You can trust him yeah, you can to trust do. Him. Yeah. Do you have anything to share? The right thing. <laughs> well, pretty much everybody that listens to this podcast yeah, already true. knows that I know had <laughs> got a beer bought from me from Ed Sheeran. You bought a beer bought. A beer. I can't talk. Ed Sheeran bought me a beer last yeah. weekend. I will never shut up about it. Like I won't ever shut up about the fact that I met Dermot Kennedy back in 2019. But it's because it's the greatest moment of I my actually life. I don't feel like we talked about the Dermot. True. Like I don't mean no. that sarcastically. I feel like that is. I feel like I bring it up constantly. I mean, maybe I should have tuned it out. Yeah, I don't probably. hear it anymore. But that I. That is why it's. Yeah. Just I... let's just say he showed up at a beer at a brewery for his show in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which I was at, mm-hmm. and I he I saw him. He was ten feet away from me. Yeah. He we made eye contact. My soul That's left crazy. my body yes. for a second. Yes. That's great. Would. Mm-hmm. 10, 10. Life, I don't know what my life is, <laughs> but look at us. We're just look the universe at us. Is, the universe is listening to us. It's the ghosts season. around us mm-hmm. are listening to us a and giving blessed, us what we want. A blessed <laughs> Gemini season. Yes, indeed. Well, here is the end of season two. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of us can make a promise of when season three will happen because I have no clue. Yeah, like maybe this year, maybe late. Let me get settled into we'll Ireland and maybe let yeah. me go on a few dates and see. Yeah, what, well, and we'll have to share. figure out the time difference. Like, yeah, we'll record. Like, if you were recording in Ireland now, it'd be like two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. I'm sure we'll do at least a couple. While yeah. We'll, like, maybe not a full season or something. We'll, fi- we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's been fun. It's been fun. Should we sing like the national anthem? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think we should. You can go right ahead. <laughs> and I'm going to stop recording a- now. Bye. Okay, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> bye. That's my national name. If you're enjoying Ope I Did It Again, follow us on Instagram at Ope Podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Email us. Tell us your stories. You can reach us at ope podcast 22 at gmail.com.